Hello everybody and welcome to Minute 90. On today's show, we look ahead to the matches of Match Day 5 of the 2023 MLS season. Can St. Louis City win their fifth straight match to begin their inaugural season? And also, we look ahead to the rest of the matches as well. Plus, we look at a brand new season of MLS Next Pro with new teams, new playoff format, and new rules. And now, it is time for the opening kickoff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Minute 90, a soccer podcast for soccer fans. I am your host, John Booker. Great to have you with us here. And, of course, as always, the one and only Mamadou Jallo is here with me. How you doing, Mamadou? Hey, hey, I like that intro, Jan. Appreciate it. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you so much um, for this, and thank you, everyone, for joining our show. We appreciate you once again. And uh, we can't wait to get into it. We got some nice stuff to talk about today. So come along. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I got to say mm-hmm. that last match, in the last match, in match day four, we saw St. Louis City become the first expansion team to become 4-0, and to win the first four games of their inaugural campaign like can you believe that this is the best expansion start in mls history can you really add anything beyond at that point mamadou i mean no yeah they're playing well in all facets of the game once you watch the games they they have um they have these like you know the defensive games um they have you know last game was a shutout you know they won 3-0 against san jose so it tells you their defense is pretty stout and they can score with the best of them, you know, scoring 3-2 against Austin FC um in the first game. So they 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 they've been scoring like three goals pretty much what four three out of their first four games. Um and that tells you a lot about that team, you know. Not only can they play well def- offensively, but they can also play well defensively, you know. So it's 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 an amazing start. Um, by a good by a bunch of group guys, a bunch of guys in a group that you can tell they're trying to prove that hey, we're an expansion team, but we're not here to play. We're not here to mess around. We here to we here to ball out. We here to ball out. So <laughs> yeah, so that's that's exciting to see because we've seen previous expansion teams, Austin FC, Charlotte, um, Charlotte FC as well, come out and not be as you know as successful. As St. Louis has been within these first four games, but uh, but it's a very and highly impressive to watch to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are talented. They're playing for each other. They have a great positive feedback loop, and probably they will never lose. But we'll see how things are going to go. They're going to take on at Real Salt, like coming up this Saturday. I'm hoping to see what's next for St. Louis SC. So we'll see how things are going to go. One team also impressed me, Mamadou, is Atlanta United. And for two reasons. One, they haven't been truly tested by the league's best so far. Right, right. And then they have been 
pressing effectively, and they are ruthless in transition in the same way the two earliest editions of the club were. Now, in the last game against Portland, how, like, you saw that free kick from Thiago Armado. I mean, mm-hmm. not only that, it could be the contender for goal of the week, it could be the contender for goal of the season. And we're not even, like, five weeks into the MLS season. And we still got a long way to go. And I think Atlanta United is definitely putting on the charge here so far. No, you're right. You're right. And like you said, you know, they haven't played the steepest uh, competition yet. But, you know, that's what you want to do when you play teams that are not up to your level. You want to handle business. You don't want to keep them around. You don't want to play games with them. Um, Like, you know, they Portland, they beat Portland. It was 5-0, really. 5-1, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying it was 5-0, but Portland scored one late uh, to make it 5-1 in the 83rd minute. Um, So that tells you that Atlanta was dominating the game from minute one all the way down to the end of the game. I'm sure they were pretty mad at not getting that clean sheet. But, yeah, Atlanta's handling their business. They're doing what they're supposed to do. But we'd love to see them go against, like, you know, the the solid teams in the – excuse me, the solid teams in the East. Um, we love to see them go against like New England, Cincinnati, Nashville, New York City. We want, and, you know, of course, Philadelphia, that's kind of off to a slow start a little bit. But, you know, like we said, it's early on in the season. Um, right now, you want to take care of the games that you should take care of. And we have to give kudos to Atlanta for that. And they're scoring tremendous goals like the free kick wild model. So it's it's... It's a good start to the MLS season, you have to say. You have to say for Atlanta United and definitely, definitely for St. Louis. Not only a good start to the season, but a good start to the towards the organization as a as a whole. You know, it tells you that they're trending in the right direction and that they have the right pieces around that team to help them get to where they gotta go. You never know. Could they be the first expansion team to get into the MLS final to win the MLS finals? Hey, it's early, but just adding a little, adding a little suspense in there a little bit just to see what we can get to. Absolutely. Now, when I took when I saw the um the rankings ahead of week number five, you can tell how um you can tell how incredible these teams are. Um, of course, LAFC. Um, they fought off to a scoreless draw against Seattle, and they survived a scare in the CONCACAF Champions League midweek. But it feels like the the defending MLS Cup and Supporters' Shield champions might be the favorites to take home the whole thing. But we'll see how much multiple competition can affect them going forward. Of course, they already had a point against Seattle last week, and that's a solid result. Um, For Cincinnati, it's kind of like a weird start but they fought off to a 3-3 draw after coming back from 3-1 down mm-hmm. as they existing the space where you want to applaud them for pulling out a result in a manner that they didn't last season. But you also got to worry that they have been pulling out many results instead of just getting results. So for now, hoping Cincinnati can assume to have much better things that are coming, but in the end, taking two points per game early in the season. However, they can definitely get it. And, of course, they'll be going to Nashville coming up this Saturday. And that's going to be a game. 
That's going to be a game. Let's see what happens there because, um, you know, those two teams are formidable opponents and they're going to be excited to play each other. And uh, let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, Cincinnati, Nashville. So, and we saw since, and they were both in the playoffs last year. So, yeah. you know, they, they're both hungry um, coming into the season. And this is a, this is a, um this is a big clash in the beginning of the season just to gauge what each team is you know what I'm saying this is the type of game that you know you're gonna get out for for sure if you're one of the players so um we're gonna be tuned in and excited to to see what happens there absolutely and of course speaking of Philadelphia you know like you said all that really matters is to get the job done in the Concacaf Champions League they're still Set for a deep run, possibly for the club's second ever trophy. Of course, last season, of course, they were in the MLS Cup final, which was mm -hmm. definitely incredible, but they lost in penalty shootouts. That does not affect them, however. But however, in the last game against Montreal, um, of course, they were, you know, a goal up until the red card happened. And then they were, and then they lost by two stoppage time goals. Well, actually, one, of course, they tied up probably in the 90th, and then they lost it in stoppage time. Things got really strange for them for Philadelphia. But in the end, Jim Curtin said that is a mm, shell. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully they could regroup. They could come back here. And then, of course, they got a game coming up at home against Orlando. So. Hopefully, Philadelphia can definitely bounce right back up to things. Yeah, and Jan, I'll have to say, you know, as Philadelphia, they have to be very careful. They have to be very careful because losing games like the one they lost, yeah, I know it's early in the season. Excuse me. It's early in the season, but losing the games that they, like, they've lost um, this past Saturday, those are the type of games that you look back on later on in the season because we've seen it before, a team gets to the M uh team gets to the MLS finals, and next year they're struggling, they're struggling trying to figure out how to get back to winning form uh formula, get back to winning ways and things of that nature, and we've seen it. So Philadelphia has to be careful not to fall within that. You know they were winning two one like you said. 69 minute when the red card happened, Carranza had the red card in six in the 69 minute. Yeah, Carranza. Every everything changed, you know. So they have to be very mindful that hey, yeah, we went to the uh the MLS finals last year, but that doesn't mean an automatic bid to go again this year, or just doesn't mean that we're gonna play well just because we've been there. Yeah, we've been there. But we have right. to come back with a sense of redefined hunger, anger, all of that included, to try to get back to that mountaintop and enjoy the mountaintop. So they have to be careful, you know, with games like these, because honestly, as a Philadelphia team, if you're up two one and you got and you're a well veteran squad like that, you shouldn't be getting the red card in that nature. You shouldn't be losing that type of game. You're supposed to grind it out. You're supposed to find a way to win it. But yeah, with a red card, it makes it hard. It right. makes it hard to because it's eleven men to ten men, so it makes it hard to compete. But 
these are the games that Philadelphia as solid champions should find a way to win. And you know, and you know, they're losing it so far. Um, like I always say early on, the first ten, ten games for me on it's too early. Still early yeah. to call anything, but but still you wanna you wanna build great winning habits and you wanna do the right you wanna play the right way, do things the right way so that you know when the when the time comes you already have those habits and it's just second nature to go back to them you know what i mean absolutely i know what you mean so yeah, yeah so hopefully you know like you said philadelphia needs to be careful so yeah. earlier in the season we'll never know what to expect so we got games coming up this saturday for week number five of Major League Soccer, match day five. Of course, we got the Timbers taking on the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And then we got Charlotte FC against the Red Bulls. The crew taking on Atlanta United. Hopefully, Atlanta could continue their momentum there as well. We got DC and New England. Of course, the Revolution coming off of a 1-0 win against Nashville. We got Miami and Cincinnati. Of course, Miami heading back home after a 2-0 loss at Toronto. And then, of course, we got Philadelphia and Orlando, Austin and Colorado. Of course, Austin's back home after a 2-0 loss against their rival, the Houston Dynamo. And then Houston taking on New York City. Of course, Houston's second home game of the season. And then Sporting Kansas City against Seattle. Of course, Sporting KC got, got their first goal of the season in a loss at Dallas. And then, of course, Minnesota against Vancouver. Nashville versus Cincinnati, of course, like we mentioned. Real Salt Lake versus St. Louis. LAFC versus Dallas. And then the Earthquakes taking on Toronto FC. So, out of all these games for Match Day 5, what are you looking – which which of these games are you are looking forward to? For, yeah, for, for me, Jan, is easy. Can they go 5-0? Yes. Can they go 5 or no? I'm going to be locked in. I'm going to be watching St. Louis because that's unfamiliar territory they're pondering across. So uh-huh. can they go 5 or no? Can they do it? And Real Salt Lake, they're 1 and 2, but overall they don't play bad. You know, they just had some unfortunate um, games, um, whereas, you know, I feel like they could have won some of them, but it just didn't turn out. You know, the Austin 2 1, very unfortunate. They, they, uh, they also look at you look at the way they play you know you can tell that there's a team there um so can St. Louis St. Louis stick to their game stick to their play and their habits and not get carried over with oh we're 4-0 um we're getting talked about we're getting recognition can they actually stick to what they're doing and not get big headed pretty much. So we'll see, yeah. We'll see. So that's what I'm that's what I'm locked in and that's what I'm gonna be watching for sure. Absolutely. So hopefully hopefully we'll take a look closely at those matches for match today five. Hopefully some of the games will be for free for MLS season pass. So hopefully we'll Definitely looking forward for these matches coming up on match day five this Saturday. All right. 
Now, turn our attention to MLS Next Pro. Of course, MLS Next Pro beginning their second year in existence coming up this Friday, which is not far away. Friday, um, of course, it will feature 27 clubs. Of course, unfortunately, Rochester has to disband because of you know what's happening in the um, front office side of things there. But nonetheless... There'll be 27 clubs, including seven new MLS affiliates. Of course, some of them were in the USL Championship last year. Of course, it'll be Atlanta United 2, Austin FC 2, Crown Legacy, Huntsville City, LA Galaxy 2, LAFC 2, and Red Bulls 2. Of course, the majority of the regular season matches, all decision day matches, playoff matches, and MLS Expo Cup will be available live and on demand on MLS Season Pass. The other regular season matches will be streaming live on the MLS Next Pro website. And of course, it will feature all these 27 teams to be looking forward. And of course, we got a new playoff format, which means it will be an an expanded playoff format that includes a pick-your-opponent element for the first two rounds. Now, now, what that means Uh is that each conference, the two division champions and the five clubs with the next highest total of points will advance to the 2023 MLS Next Pro playoffs. The playoffs will consist of three rounds followed by the MLS Next Pro Cup. The club with the most regular season points will earn a first round by automatically qualifying to the conference semifinal. And of course, the returning rule is there are no ties in MLS Next Pro Shootouts will be decided after 90 minutes. And of course, the winner of the shootout will earn an extra point. And of course, there is a new rule to the mix. To further decrease preventable match delays and increase effective match time, this season will be the addition to a new time substitution rule, which will allow a maximum of 10 seconds for a player to leave the field which which he has substituted. If a player did not leave, um, Within 10 seconds, the replacement player will only be available to enter after a 60-second holding period, resulting in the offending team to play a minimum of one minute. So that means they'll go a man down. And then, of course, you and of course, you know, like I said, you go watch all these games mostly on MLS Season Pass. The others will be on the MLS Next Pro website. So, Mamadou. Looking forward to year number two of MLS Next Row. We got a chance to see some young talent going into the mix and hopefully getting ready to looking forward to continue their pathway to the first teams of Major League Soccer. Exactly, exactly. And Jan, those are those are crazy, the rules that you mentioned, and it sound like a new format and everything like that. What what are some of the rules that you feel like, or what is the rule that you feel like is um, the most innovative or is the one that you're like, huh, I like this one and this could really help. Well, definitely. Well, definitely the, uh, the shootouts, because of course, you know, like what you said, of course, if the game ends in 90 minutes, usually you'll end in a tie for, you know, most soccer leagues, mm-hmm. but not MLS next pro They're They're doing things differently. So, and hopefully we'll get a chance to see that in League's Cup as well, where if a game's tied after 90 minutes, we'll go definitely straight to a shootout. And, of course, the winner of that shootout will earn an extra point. 
So hopefully we might see that in the future. I don't know when, <laughs> but uh, you know, this is great. But you know, with the new rule this for the um the feeling player to like lead the field not leaving after 10 seconds, hopefully you know, a team will go down a man for like 60 seconds and all that. But this right. will be this will be very good. And then you said also in the playoffs you get to the top team gets to pick their opponents. Yeah, they get to pick their opponent. So hmm. here's the details. Um hmm. so here's how it is. Um okay, so for the conference quarterfinals, the next two teams with the most points in each conference will choose their opponent and host their match. One of two teams must be the other division champion. And then, of course, the two remaining teams that are not selected will play each other with the highest seeded team hosting. And then, of course, it will happen through the conference semifinals as well. But, of course, the conference finals means that if a team with the most regular season points will host the team with the lower seeded point. And then, of course, the MLSX Pro Cup. Of course, the team with the most regular season points will host the MLSX Pro Cup. So that's that's how it is there for both the conference quarterfinals and the semifinals as well. And, of course, for the semifinals, the team with the most overall points will choose an opponent for the remaining two lowest seeded teams and host the match. The second highest team will host the remaining team. So there you go. Okay. Different. Yes. It's different. Let's see how let's see how it plays out. Absolutely. And of course, yeah. not and of course, not only MLS X Pro is beginning the season. How about the NWSL? I know we talked about it in our last episode. Yeah. Where of course all 12 teams will compete. And this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is. It definitely is. Like we mentioned in our last episode, it's going to be exciting to watch. It's going to be, um, you know, new talents, uh, rookies and things like that, that, you know, are going to come out ready to play. Um, how is uh, how, how are the two teams that made it to the finals going to come out and, you know, play, you know, as well. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting for the uh, for the NWSL to be back on and we, we you know we we love those games and we're excited to get to you know get it rolling. Absolutely. It's soccer season baby. We can't not wait. Soccer season baby. Yes. Hope that. For all the latest news in North American soccer, it's stoppage time. Let's begin with Major League Soccer. The 2023 MLS All-Star Game presented by Target will return to a familiar format as Major League Soccer has announced English Premier League side Arsenal as MLS All-Star's opponent for the marquee showdown on July 19th at Audi Field in Washington, D.C. In addition to the All-Star Game, on July 18th, the night before the All-Star Game, the best of MLS will face off against Arsenal FC in the 2023 MLS All-Star Skills Challenge presented by AT&T 5G at Audi Field. The NWSL and Endura Streaming has announced a partnership to launch a global streaming service for viewers outside the United States for the upcoming 2023 season that will make matches available free of charge for fans globally on NWSLsoccer.com. 
The NWSL has announced two streaming deals with international distributors, The Zone and Tigo, securing additional access to live NWSL matches for audiences across more than 25 countries around the world. The Zone has acquired the non-exclusive broadcasting rights to NWSL matches in key markets, including Spain, Italy, Germany, Switzerland, Japan, UK, France, and much more. The NWSL coverage will appear non-exclusively in Central American-based distributor Tigo in Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. In addition to coverage of the regular season, the Zone and Tigo will air the NWSL playoff presented by Bud Light as well as the 2023 UKG NWSL Challenge Cup. Week 3 of the 2023 USL Championship season wraps up on Saturday with a full day of action which includes three afternoon kickoffs and some intriguing conference showdowns throughout. Five clubs will host their home openers with Hartford Athletic, Louisville City, and Detroit City welcoming fans to a matinee before Tulsa and Oakland Roots welcome their fans for the first time this season. Hartford will take on the Birmingham Legion followed by Louisville City against El Paso. The Detroit City will be taking on their rivals in the 11, and then we'll wrap up the nightcaps with Charleston and Tampa Bay, Tulsa and Lally United, San Antonio and Colorado Springs, Oakland and Memphis 901, Orange County and Las Vegas, and Sacramento and San Diego. All games streaming live on ESPN+. And that will do it for this episode of Minute 90. As always, subscribe to whatever you get your podcast. I'm Jan Booker, and this is full time from Minute 90, a soccer podcast for soccer fans.